the Incomparable Game Show. In this episode, we are going to be participating in the game of matching. I'm Jason Snell. I'm live at the Gallifrey One Convention in Los Angeles, California. And I am joined again to play a game that has no similarities whatsoever with any game show from the 1970s. <laughs> Joining us today, a fine panel to be matched by our contestants. Our first panelist is Rachel Donner. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Game of Matching. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's You are appropriately excited. Uh, Erica Ensign, also a panelist this time. I, I am also appropriately excited, which you can tell because you can see me for a change. That's true because we are all in person. This mm-hmm. is not one of those fly-by-night internet kind of podcasts. <laughs> oh, no. This is a real person podcast. And last year, she was a contestant, but now she's a panelist. It's Deb Stanish. Yes, I have moved up in the world. I am here for the Tarfus. <laughs> Damn you. Damn you all. <laughs> well, that voice you heard cursing your panelists that you are soon going to have to match was one of our fine panelists last year who gave us the title of that episode. It's Chip Southerth. Hi, Chip. I will never live that down. Nope. No, it's okay. I'm sure something else will come along. We forgot all about the River Song thing. Uh, <laughs> this is a family podcast. And, and new to the Incomparable Game Show and new to the, the match game, but he's a game contestant. It's John O'Connor. Hello. Hi, very nice to be here, and I'm glad I passed the screening process. <laughs> That's right. We, we found you. Uh, downstairs, and you said you would do this stupid thing, so thank you. <laughs> it's an intensive screening process. Will you please come to a hotel room with us? Yeah, well, that's, that's true, but there'll be cupcakes and beer there, so you never mm-hmm. know what might happen. Hopefully there's no Cybermen this year walking out. Hello, little girl, would you like some candy? <laughs> it is the way to my heart. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. This is how this works. I will read a statement that contains a blank. Our panelists will write down their answer to it and then i will ask our contestants to try and match it one at a time so chip you know how this is done so you're going to get to go first oh joy panelists (laughs) please give us your answer to this statement when several of the doctors got together to trade stories one kept going on and on until the 11th doctor said war doctor more like blank doctor (laughs) let me know when you've all written down your response i got mine got mine got mine all right chip war doctor more like blank doctor now i'm going to sit here stupidly for about five minutes you can edit that silence out right yes i can awesome i might (laughs) awesome can and will are two different things i make no guarantees but it's possible see the whole point of the war doctor was Eccleston wrote the episode for the Ninth Doctor, and then there was no Ninth Doctor. So I, my logic is that it is that they might have thought about that, because I can't think of anything witty. So I'm going to call it the Gimmick Doctor. Gimmick Doctor. Interesting. Deb, what, mm. what did you say? War Doctor, more like... Gobby Doctor. Gobby Doctor. Well, you know, there was a play on the Dobby Doctor. Mm. Okay. On the 10th Doctor when he was all shrunk down and became little oh. and all the fans were calling him Dobby Doctor. So okay. Got, you know, because he's got a gob on him, as we know from canon. I think that's very creative. I'm not mm-hmm. sure anyone would have possibly ever matched that. But, mm-hmm. Oh, you they know. have to match it? That's a point. Well, they get points if they match you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you decide whether you would rather be clever or helpful to Chip. <laughs> I, think, I think we just... I'm uh, I, th- I think we've just side of where this is going. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling better about this. <laughs> Erica, what did you say? 
I said the boar doctor. The boar doctor. Oh, nice. I, I will tell you, our writer, David J. Lohr, was going for the boar doctor. I, Rachel? I, I know David. Yeah. Uh, I, too, said the boar doctor. Wow. Nice. Punsters. Mm-hmm. Well, Chip, no points there for you. But that's okay. Tarfus. There's more. <laughs> there's more to come. This next one for John is this. When the 12th Doctor showed up for his last night with River on Derillium, he remembered that one night there lasts 24 years. So he didn't bring her a corsage. He brought a blank. Panelists, please fill in the blank. Hmm. <coughs> tricky that writer. Tricky. Wow. We see you, David. I'm good. Okay, my, I'm good. Yeah, it's, I good is relative. But. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm good. I would say I'm done writing We're down done, the yeah, answer. Yeah, good. Well, that means it's John's turn to tell us uh, to fill in the blank. This is a uh, night's last twenty four years, so he didn't bring a corsage. He brought a blank. Well, I'm going to go for uh, simple and romantic since it's my first time. I'm going to say a bouquet. A bouquet. Very oh. nice. Mm-hmm. Erica, why don't we start with you? I said a rose bush because, you know, it's something that will grow and continue to give flowers for, we hope, 24 years. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Rachel. Less clever, but. Um, I was trying to think of a plant that would last a long time, and the only one I could come up with was cactus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? For the 12th doctor, that's not a bad answer. That's not a bad answer, no. He's a little prickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's very good. Deb? Uh, I, I went a completely different direction because, you know, I was thinking the symbolism of 24 years. So I said he brought a clock to represent wow. 24 hours. Mm. All right. Well, we are learning a lot and getting a lot of great answers. No points being generated. But, you know, <laughs> we're all, it's very clever. It's not always about the points. Mm-mm. Let's move on to another Doctor Who themed one. We are at a Doctor Who convention. There will be, dear listener, some non-Doctor Who themed ones Thank God. coming up as well. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Doctor Who fans to get no points, apparently, on the Doctor Who <laughs> matches before we move on. Par. Here we go. Chip, did you know that not all Sontarans are warriors? It's true. Some write musical theater. There's one Santaran named Stephen, whose latest show is called Sunday in the Park with Blank. Mm. Put yourself in the mind of Santaran musical theater. I don't want to put again. myself in the mind of Santaran. I'm sure you've thought about theater. it before, but now reconsider what mm. Uh, mm. Huh. Stephen and uh, perhaps his lyricist Strax would come up with Sunday in the Park with Blank, the Santaran musical. All right, I have my answer. I have my answer. <sighs> Deb's, Deb's thinking hard. I am thinking hard because I have to think about what Chip would think. Mm, yeah. It's like trying to get into the oh, mind look. of a Chip. Oh. Um, Is that better or worse than getting into the mind of a Santara and writing a musical theater? <laughs> Don't answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of all right. I see that kick line now, though. <laughs> <laughs> they, they only cast the uh, tallest, leggiest Santarans for it. <laughs> so they're all from the invasion of time. Yeah. 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 See, so you have to think about cut. Like what nice. you would think it would be, but what Chip would think it would be, and that's hard. See, I just I'm not thinking about Chip. I'm just I'm just thinking. Nobody I'd like him knows. to get a point. I want to I want to give him a point, a pity point. <laughs> All right, well he's going to have Lovely. to earn it. Mm-hmm. Rachel, what do you think? Sunday in the park said, with blank. Yes. Wait, wait, wait! Don't I? Don't oh I no! Cook? Sorry, no, don't yeah, I yeah, guess? Yeah. I, always, I do this every time. Otherwise, this is going to be very easy. I don't care what you do, Chip. All right, Chip. <laughs> My haplessness in this Chip. game's already been established. <laughs> G- give us your uh, answer. Sunday in the park with blank. The Centaur musical. How about Sunday in the park with clones? 
Sunday in the Park with Clones. That's very nice. nice. Rachel? That is way better than the answer I gave. <laughs> <laughs> Which was victory. Sunday in the Ooh, Park with victory. That is nice. a very, I, I think, some <laughs> good Suntoran propaganda. Yes. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Deb? Uh, Sunday in the Park with death and destruction. Sunday in the mm-hmm. Park with that. You could. Death and Along destruction. The same lines. Mine was different. I said Sunday in the Park with Lynx, who I believe Lynx was, that was the f- very first Santar uh, ever. So, so instead you, of George, we've got yeah, you're uh, paralleling with a name. Thing. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, those were all good answers. I do like Chip's answer, though. I have to yes. say that that was, that was, that was good. And yes. can I have the pity point now? Um, <laughs> they liked my answer. No. I, no. <laughs> damn it. All right. Here's the next one. Believe it or not, Torchwood was not the first time they thought of using an anagram as the basis for a spinoff on Doctor Who. In the early 80s, we nearly watched the high-speed adventures of blank cow. Wait, do I actually have to anagram something? This is ridiculous. That's That's up to you. It's Saturday afternoon at Galley. Just make something. Again, you don't have to go with what the writer wants you to do. You could just make something up and then John makes make something up. Or you can wonder what you can subtract cow from Doctor Who and see if there's a good anagram there. Good, again, is relative. Uh, for, the, for the benefit of the listener who cannot see the conniptions that John is going through right now. <laughs> he's, he's gesturing in the air. I think he's counting. It's de- detour ho. <laughs> so stick that one in your brain box. I, I was told there would be no math. <laughs> hmm, okay. Um, wait, is the blank before or after cow? Uh, before. Blank cow. Hmm. I wonder sometimes if David has seen the match game when he writes these. These are all good questions. These are all excellent questions, aren't they? <laughs> these are fantastic questions. This is our. Uh, the good news is this may be our last Doctor Who question for a while. <laughs> Before I was sad about that, suddenly less so. Mm. Panelists, how are we doing? I have an answer. It's no good, but I got one. Yeah, this is this is rough. Doctor Who spinoff, blank cow. Might be an anagram, might not be. Doctor Who fans are famous for taking anagrams of ridiculous things. and That's true. Astrid. Yep. I'm ready. Okay. It's, it makes... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John, you get to guess first. So the full one is the adventures of Blank Cow? It's just Blank Cow, yes. Mm-hmm. 80s Doctor Who spinoff, Blank Cow. Uh, I, it, it's not an anagram, but the only one I can come up with is Bessie the Cow. Bessie the Cow. That's good. Mm. Oh. She's a cow and a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, I went the anagram route and said Dorth Cow. Mm-hmm. Dorth Cow, okay. Dorth Cow. Well, do you know, we could, like, Darth, sure. sort of, maybe. Oh, sure. Not really. But I, I also, I think I went the anagram, I'm not even sure, and said uh, Hodor, but Hodor is spelled H-O-D-T-O-R, the T is silent. So uh, Hodor Cow. <laughs> Hodor Cow. Yeah. I almost went with that one, too. I was, try- I was trying so to go close. with, I couldn't make it work with the T's. Silent T's are brilliant. Yep. I need to remember that. Mm-hmm. Rachel, what was your anagramic cow? I, yeah, I tried and failed miserably, so I just said Rod Cow. <laughs> Rod Cow. I might well, watch that show. Rod left a couple, uh, mm-hmm. left three letters left that if you had stuck on the front, it would have been what David was going for, Hot Rod Cow. Oh. Oh. Sad they didn't make that. Well, so no points have been scored. there. <laughs> These are really heating up here. Bessie good. is a hot rod, though. So That's Bessie, true. You Bessie is. Close. You're very close. Yeah. Very close. Yeah, thematic. Uh, good job, David. Good job. All right. Job, David. Job. job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to some uh, more. These are, these are uh, sort of British TV themed, but not Doctor Who specific. Over here in America, we've got franchises like Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago pretty much everything. 
I hear the BBC is doing is thinking of doing the same thing with Star Cops. Oh no! The next show David. will be called Star Blank. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't this being filmed? Because Chip's face Chip right is, now. Yes. Yeah, it's tar- different professions: Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, mm-hmm. Chicago Pharmacy, Chicago mm-hmm. Taxi Driver, and uh, now we're going to do it in space on on British TV. And Star Cops is going to have a, a new spinoff called Star Blank. Mm-hmm. Chip, when this is done, we'll go get mine. some shots. Uh, down yeah. The bar. yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Oh, I don't have mine yet. Okay. Necessary. Star, <laughs> Star Blank. The next oh. one's a Red Dwarf question, so get ready for that one. Oh my god, I've never watched Red Dwarf. I'm <laughs> you, just but again, you just you just make things up. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, All right. Chip. I suck at this game. <laughs> Star blank. The number you have reached is not in service. <laughs> <laughs> Star voicemail. Is that your answer? <laughs> Star answer phone. I think would be the mm. uh, answer phone. It's a phone that only answers the answer phone. <laughs> I never understood that, but mm-hmm. voicemail isn't any better. Star blank. I think it's going to be a spinoff in the same sort of general genre. So I'm going to say Star Bobbies. Hmm. Star Bobbies. Okay, Erica. Um, I, I liked the the way Star Cops sounds. So, and I'm still thinking Doctor Who. So I said Star Docs. Star Docs. That's mm-hmm. that was what I was thinking too. Yeah. Very good. Good, Rachel. Good. Chip, you're going to get a point. I said Star Bobby. <gasps> oh, Star my Bobby. God. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, there's a hug happening right now. Not all points will receive hugs, but they <laughs> might. Point. Some might. For, no, they will. They okay. will. <laughs> all right. Chip rules, chip rules. Deb, what did you say? All right. My thought was, you know, because the BBC likes to, um, if they have a good, solid property. They like to youth it down a little bit. So mm. we had Sarah mm. Jane Adventures and we have Class. I said Star Cadets. Star Cadets. Mm. I would watch that show. I would watch right. that show too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm tuning into Star Docs. I don't care what you all say. All right, Chip has a point. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't a pity point. Oh it was not a pity point. Hey, everybody. This is the time of year when we remind you about how you can support the game show by becoming a member of the incomparable you can sign up for a monthly or annual pledge to support this podcast directly here's what you do go to the incomparable.com slash members and sign up you'll be asked to pick the shows on the network you'd like to support if you check the box for game show your entire contribution comes to the people who make these game show episodes after a few fees are taken out if you listen to other podcasts on this network you can also check their boxes and your contribution will be shared equally across all the shows you want to support as a thank you for supporting us members receive extras including exclusive bonus audio a live bootleg feed of the incomparable and a members-only Slack group. Since this is our pledge season, this month many of the shows on the network will be posting bonus episodes just for members. There will be a special game show, A Foot Crossover, in which several panelists will play Murder, She Wrote, The Game. There are contribution levels at $5, $10, and $20 per month, and annual equivalents are available as well. So if you'd like to support us, go to theincomparable.com slash members to sign up. Thank you. Next one's for John to try and get back in a tie or even take the lead with this. Dave Lister from TV's Red Dwarf said, I think we might need to take Crichton, the android, in for maintenance. The last time he was vacuuming, he sucked up a blank. Hmm. Vacuuming androids. So now my question is like, judging by the look on John's face, he's not a huge Red Dwarf fan. So I I probably don't want to go deep cut here. So I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I'm, I've never seen an episode of Red Dwarf, so I'm just making okay. it vacuuming up android. A vacuuming android. Okay, I've got mine. They had such I'm ready as well. Such 
erudite um, vacuum gl- gags on that show. It was mm. so, it was so highbrow. Mm-hmm. We'll start with Deb after uh, John answers. Uh, what little I know about the show, I will say uh, he vacuumed a cat or cat. Mm. All right, a feline answer. I said Deb's he, not going to get this because she hasn't seen the show. I've never seen the show. I don't understand what you're talking about. There's words. Um, I mm. said he vacuumed up a star. I was trying to think of the little star thingy that, yeah. Never okay. Been. Vacuumed no. up a star. It was a dumb answer. You can say it. It's okay. No. There's no dumb answers here. Only dumb <laughs> questions. <laughs> Thanks, David. Erica? Uh, I said vacuumed up a curry because oh, Lister yeah. Oh, that's not bad. A curry. That's a good one. Rachel? I went for the only other space vacuum I knew, which is Mega Maid, so I said a space ball. <laughs> wow. Nice. I was I, I think David was maybe going for Kipper. I was thinking black hole. Kipper okay, Kipper does not make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. I thought about black hole not actually. Of, I almost mm. said scutter just because I thought that would be funny. Right. But Chip is in the lead, folks. Because <laughs> he's got a point. This is a sad sack match game. No, we're gonna we're gonna no, it, it's pretty much like all the match games. Chip, here's your, <laughs> here's your question. Apple announced they're making a new TV series that's a reality show called Planet of the Apps. Before you think it's just a pun, the series ends with the hero breaking down on a beach when he sees blank. Hmm. <laughs> new Apple reality series, Planet of the Apps. Hmm. Is that a thing? It is. <laughs> wow. Um... You bastards, you did it. You blew it all up. It's not really a Charlton Heston impression. I I have my answer. Basic basic facts there. Mm -hmm. Apple, reality show, Mm -hmm. Planet of the Apes. Somebody hugely frustrated. All right. Is that you? Who's who's frustrated there? Is that you? Well, yes, that too, but also the screaming person. So uh, I know that the panel is two-thirds android. (laughs) <laughs> and one third prone to complain about Apple anyway. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> a little psychology happening here. Psychology mm-hmm. is happening Interesting. here. Yeah. Uh, and people hate Apple products or choose not Apple products because they seem stupidly impractical. So I'm going to say that he saw an iPhone without a battery. Okay, strangely specific. An iPhone without a battery. Erica? Um, I said a statue of Steve Jobs. A statue of Steve Jobs. <laughs> See, if John, if John were, were doing this one, he'd have gotten a point there, I think. Rachel? I actually said a statue of the Android logo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that much better. Deb? I said a dongle. Oh! <laughs> Wow. Drop that mic. <laughs> that should have been my Those choice. were good I was, I was, answers. I was in the right ballpark, but mm-hmm. just yes, too specific. Were. Those good were job. all good mm-hmm. answers. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, sorry, Chip. You didn't get that one. But, John, here, here's you're still in the lead, though. Yes. yes. <laughs> Lord it over us all. Your You've got a point. point. It's becoming a larger and larger lead. Uh, <laughs> John, did you hear they're doing a new Space 1999 it's still set in 1999. The most futuristic thing in the entire show is the blank. This is so ridiculously <laughs> wide open. David J. Lore. Um, hmm. I know. Okay, I got it. I'm glad somebody does. I know. 
But that's um, they now you got to do your psychic mind meld match game thing and um, come up with the most clearly obvious answer. Uh, 1999. 1999. Most futuristic thing in space 1999 is the blank. The new mm-hmm. space 1999. <laughs> Listener John has just flopped down on the yes. bed. <laughs> Contestant John may have been broken. <laughs> we apologize in advance. There wasn't far to go. Panel. <laughs> I've, I've got oh, Hold on a second. Okay. Deb is still doing a mind meld. Okay, I got it. Okay. <laughs> John, Space 1999, most futuristic thing in the entire show is the blank. A, t- a television program I never saw, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Me either. I'm not sure that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I've got the image of... A, a, of r- most futuristic thing in 1999, it would be... I'm pausing like Chip is pausing. So, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a good strategy. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it works. Um, yeah, so, yeah the, the cell phone. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Cell phone. Mm-hmm. Cell phone. Mm-hmm. Erica? Um, I, since I have not seen Space 1999, I just kind of threw that out the window and I was thinking, what comes to mind when I think of 1999? I think of partying, like it's 1999. So the most futuristic thing is the party. Is that's the party. what I said. Nice. <laughs> nice, I like that. It's good. Yeah. I think my uh, thought process was similar to Erica's, but I wound up with the Y2K bug. Oh! oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I like that. Mm-hmm. 17-year-old references. It's more timely than Space 1999. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Deb? Well, I was thinking about the most 90s thing I could possibly mm-hmm. think of, and that would be the two actors from Friends doing the VHS tape explaining Windows 98. So Windows 98. Windows 98. Oh, that's also good. Oh, that was really good. That's a great answer. That was really good. Well, no points there. Sadly, no. Shocker. We really thought that was teed up for you. No no one else really. It's a blockbuster. We got a... I'm going to... I think we've got two rounds left. Okay. All right. All right, Chip. This is where we kick it into high gear. Oh, right? yeah. Absolutely. It's all happening now. Or wow. medium speed. <laughs> yeah, right. Chip, the Lego Batman movie is so popular. How popular is, is it? it? Thank you. <laughs> but they're really scraping the bottom of the superhero barrel for the sequel. It's going to be called the Lego Blank movie. Okay. <laughs> A really bad, desperate sequel to the Lego Batman movie, or a follow-up, I suppose. The bottom of the superhero mm-hmm. barrel. All right. Lego blank. I think there's a John good really chance we're going to have the same answer. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, gosh. I don't know superheroes that well. <sighs> John, is John like, looks Damn distressed. It, I know. I know. Up until last year, I, I would, I would answer. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Everybody good? Yeah, we're ready. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Resigned looks from the panel. Mm-hmm. Chip. <laughs> So Lego blank movie. So this, if this was an entirely incomparable panel and uh, everybody was privy to all of the in-jokes from the summer superhero spectacular, the answer would clearly be Moon Knight. The Lego Moon Knight movie. That would be a great answer. <laughs> However. No points, but a great answer. So well done. Well done. You gave your fake answer without actually answering that. Exactly. That is a professional podcaster right Nicely there. Yep. Good job. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to go with a really pathetic movie superhero and i'm going to go with the lego green lantern movie the lego green lantern movie wow nobody would want to see that Mm -hmm. don't email me green lantern fans rachel what did you say 
You chose poorly. <laughs> uh, I said the Lego Aquaman movie. Oh, oh. Nice, that is nice yeah, thing. good. Mm-hmm. That, that's, good answer. Good answer. Send your emails to Rachel if you're an Aquaman fan, <laughs> or as we like to say, an Aqua fan. Deb, <laughs> do we like to say no, that? No, we don't. <laughs> I was up, lying. up until like this time last year, I would have said Lego Deadpool. Um, yeah. Now that's yeah, true. yeah, but now but Deadpool's been yeah. resurrected. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and not being so a, saith my socks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Deadpool socks right here. Mm-hmm. Not being a huge comic book fan, I'm trying to think of the most like pitiful comic thing I know of, which would be the Blue Tick. Lego oh. Tick, mm-hmm. Blue Tick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's blue. Mm-hmm. I think he's just the Tick. Though. Yeah. Is he just the Tick? He's just, he's the, just tick. the Tick. Say this is like my my mm-hmm. poor okay. comic knowledge. I would have given it to you. That's why I was Thank going you. with the Green Lantern thing. Cause yeah. It was mm-hmm. you know color fiasco yeah. movie. I'm a yeah, color. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Green Lantern, Blue Tick. It's all the same. Yeah. Erica, what'd you say? I've actually seen the Lego Batman movie, and I think the most bottom of the barrel scraping. Uh, character in there is the condiment king so i said the condiment king he's not a hero he's a villain but that was the first thing that popped into the my Lego head so. condiment king movie yeah mm-hmm. actual comic book character Appar- oh i know yeah, yeah. i know like apparently Matt, Matt there are no what okay john what were you gonna i was gonna say suicide squad Oh, <laughs> also very good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. do you know to see that? Have, uh, so there are Daleks. I My hear. Answer was pretty good. In, don't you think? They're British oh, robots. Yeah. British robots. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ask a nerd mm-hmm. if you want to know yep. more. Yep. Ask your In, nerd friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. One. Still one nothing. One nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all to play for. All right. Has there ever been a match game where there's been no points? Uh, I don't think so. But okay. you know, we got we came mm-hmm. close. We dodged a bullet there. I Chip. believe in you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I believe in you. All right. It would be very sweet if we could end this on a tie. That would be nice. This is the... Well, so this is the next to last round. We'll have one, we'll have one, oh, more, one more round okay, after good. this. Um, John, I hate to say it, but after all these years, Skeletor is getting pretty desperate. His latest evil scheme was just walking up to He-Man and handing him a blank. Um, desperate evil scheme from Skeletor. Okay. Chip's dying of laughter, and I have no idea why. Because this because you can't see Deb's expression oh. from where you're sitting. <laughs> really, all the joke here is that there are two people who don't like each other much, and a dumb right. way to mm-hmm. yeah, a but, dumb evil scheme of handing somebody a blank. That's, hmm. You know, what would I hand to somebody? I Sometimes want I feel to like that the the best match game strategy is mm-hmm. not to go for the detailed answer, but go no. for the. I'm I'm struggling to think of any answer that makes sense. All um, right, I'm thinking of something really stupid. All right, that would be appropriate. That would be. <laughs> yeah, that, that, go in that direction, Chip. I, There's yeah, some guidance for you. That's a little clue for you. I was deprived of cartoons as a child, so I did not ever. You didn't much for that. There's one. a bad mm-hmm. Skeletor is bad. He Man is He Man is good and they're and boring. And okay. Skeletor has an evil plan every week to defeat he-man but he's he's kind of run out of ideas in this scenario and there's, a, have, and there's a moral uh, to the story after every episode yes. oh, all right oh, see i had forgotten mm-hmm. about that even though i'd seen it that's one to oh, grow I on that was gi joe well that, that too. too that too yeah <laughs> it was yeah. the 80s we must have hyper violence and then we must teach a lesson yes right i am just completely blanking i'm not even coming up <laughs> really well that's a, that's uncharacteristic for this game show today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well at least i was able to come up with something for the other ones and Okay, I've got something. Did you dig deep? It, it turned out I didn't actually have to dig that deep. It just took a while for it to, to get there. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. John, what do you think? 
I think Skeletor gave He-Man a shirt. Gave him a shirt. I am wearing a Skeletor shirt. That would be the ultimate indignity uh, for really He-Man would. to That's wear a Skeletor a shirt. That's That's a great answer. answer. Sounds like that. So his evil plan was like to humiliate him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like that. That is. That is Skeletor mm-hmm. thinking outside the box. That's yep, a right good there. job. Good yeah, job, Hooded like Skeleton out. Man. It's like I'm out. All still, right, Deb. Still at zero. Here we go. All right. <laughs> I went with the lesson component, mm-hmm. and I said a chicken bone. What? Because you can choke on chicken bones. What? Oh, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh. And yep. Skeletor so it's a weapon. And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's Teaching children that you need to be careful. Do not, yeah. do not feed your pets okay. chicken bones. I'm just imagining them grabbing the ends and making a wish. <laughs> I, I had that thought, too. In a very special episode, Man at Arms uh, teaches He-Man the Heimlich Maneuver. Right? <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you wish for, He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It writes itself, really. <laughs> Yes, thank, well, somebody has to write it, so thank goodness it just takes care of itself. I didn't say it was a good answer. <laughs> it was an answer. It was an answer. Well done. That's all I'm asking for here is thank answers. You. Well, my answer is just a bomb. Like, he just walks up <laughs> to him and just hands him a bomb. <laughs> that is a pretty bad plan. He's not He's even throwing it at him. Not even He's trying. Just handing it over. Yep. Not even trying. Mm-hmm. I, imagine, I, I imagine it's one of those big, round, black bombs with mm-hmm. the big fuse burning yes. on the top yep. of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Just acme on the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. That's so, the way to do someone's, it. Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. It's true. Rachel? Yeah, so with zero context, I went with She-Ra's phone number. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's delightful. I approve. Oh. Like that's that. really good. That's, that's George that's, Lucas, call your office. That's solid, solid. That's hilarious and cold. I like it. Well, we still are in this <laughs> bitter clash of one to nothing. <laughs> It's a fever pitch here, folks. It's, it's a pitcher's duel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll close with some Doctor Who themed questions. So so here's your, your last round. Because I've never screwed up on Doctor Who related questions before. Tarfus. <laughs> hmm. Oh, uh, actually, this is uh, this is really great, Chip, because it, it's going to bring you back to where you started. Oh, oh, oh no, Chip. <laughs> The doctor was showing off the kitchen in the TARDIS, and his collection of herbs and peppers was enormous. His storage cabinet is also bigger in the inside, and that's why it contains time and relative dimensions in blank. (laughs) (laughs) Kitchen cabinet, bigger on the inside, time and relative dimensions in blank. I have this one. Uh, yes, I, I, have I have totally this have this one. If Chip doesn't get this yeah. one, I feel like because Chip is not no, going to get on, this one. Hold on, before we do this, I, I would like to propose that um, we give John an answer, and if he gets it matches as well, he gets half a point <laughs> because it's technically not his turn, but at least something, mm-hmm. so he doesn't. We're, we're, well, well, I think he's turn. gonna. I think he's got a. He's got a turn left, and he'll have yes. an opportunity. I appreciate that, Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> Chip, what do you think? Time and relative dimension, kitchen cabinet, bigger on the inside. He's got his collection of herbs and peppers inside. Time and relative dimension in... Sage. In sage. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's, it ends with an S. It's a yeah. herb inspired. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Rachel? I said sage. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Well done. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there going to be a hug? Yes, yes. Sorry, forgot the hug. <laughs> yeah, we were, too, we were hugged for point, please. Mm-hmm. Deb, time and relative dimension in? Sage. Sage! <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. 
Erica, you probably thought what I was thinking, which is that the obvious answer is... Seasonings? <gasps> oh! No. Okay, well, okay. I assumed it was... Spice? Spice. Time, Time in relative dimensions oh. and spice. Wow. But seems... it doesn't matter. Chip got two points. Yes. Wow. And now has How three you... points. Oh, oh, no. More hugs. Hug because Sage and See? Space have the same vowels. Yeah. 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 Yep. And he already and said time. Time. And time. Okay. So I went right. with Rosemary. Yeah, time. Yeah, wrong letter. That is, that is really good. You, you outthought the, the writers. We need a moment here. Did this question also come from David J. Lore? All of these questions All came these from questions David came from David J. Lore. <laughs> this is a question for which everybody... Everybody in the room gave a good answer. Yes. I know. Good on you, David J. Mm-hmm. Yes. More, more like this, please. You get a point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. Last question. You can, run tie, the you can tie it up, and then we would have to go to a very exciting tie break. All right. Um, so so here's, points on the board right Here's now. yours. <laughs> the 12th Doctor wasn't impressed with Nardole's story about the Daleks. It needs more, the Doctor said. You need to think like a Dalek. And blank. Wait, what? Oh, I got this one. The doctor was not impressed with the story about the Daleks. He said it needs more. Think like a Dalek and blank. You got this. You've got this. Well, he, no, because I don't got it. I have faith. <laughs> um, I, oh, boy. Wait, th- think like a Dalek? Yes. Y- your and... story, I'm not impressed with your story. Mm-hmm. It needs more. Think like a Dalek and blank. Okay, I've got. Oh, something. is they consulting? Are they allowed to consult? Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, John. What do you think? Uh, I'm 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 torn between exterminate and uh, uh, whatever the similar word form is for exposition. So, um, expostulate, ex expositate, <laughs> expositate, exposition. Do more oh. exposition. Okay. Or word forms of that nature. Erica? I like that, but I put extrapolate. Uh, Rachel? Make I love longer. Um, I said leave. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the 12th Doctor's getting meaner yeah, all the so, time. Because A, I hate Nardal a lot. And, <laughs> and, and want him to leave. And I was thinking, you know, the whole like Biff Tanner back yeah, to the future, mm-hmm. make like a tree. And, and get leave. out of here. So make yep. like a Dalek and leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make like a Dalek and explode and yeah. be inept. Yes. <laughs> sure. Deb? I also said extrapolate. Extrapolate. Wow. I was pretty good. Explicate could have been one. Too. I was thinking explicate. exaggerate. Oh. oh, exaggerate is good. Yeah. Yeah. Exaggerate. But, uh, well, I'm sorry, John. It was, it was it was close, but in the end... Um, right church, wrong pew. Uh, in the yeah. end, Chip got all the hugs. <laughs> oh, that's true. Chip, mm-hmm. for your victory, you will receive a uh, the incomparable game night coaster. <laughs> but John, we have some lovely parting gifts for you, including an incomparable coaster of your own. Aww. Thank you so much. We pulled out all the stops for this <laughs> no, very exciting no game of matching. Held back. All right. So thank you to my panelists and my contestants, John O'Connor and Chip Sutter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rachel Donner, Erica Ensign, Deb Stanish. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. And no, no thanks you to David, David Lord. Lord. Thank you to our writer, <laughs> David J. Lord. No, thank you very much. <laughs> and until next time, this is your host, Jason Snell, reminding you, blank. Blank. <laughs>